Welcome to the Restore Church Sermons Podcast. We're so glad you joined us here today. We hope that through this message, you are encouraged, challenged, and strengthened. If you want to know more about Jesus, Restore Church, or have any questions, please head to restorechurch.com.au. Good morning, church. It is my pleasure to be with you this morning, and I hope you've had a great week. Um, and even if you haven't, even if it's been a bit of a tough week, I just pray that right now, as just we come into this time of, of just hearing a message, that, that your heart would be open, that you'd be ready to receive what God has. So I just want to pray, and then we're going to get right into it. Lord Jesus, we thank you for your love for us. God, I thank you for this, this message that I get to speak, Father, and I pray that your truth would be proclaimed. God, I pray that anything that is just of me would fade away, God, that your truth would remain, God, that you would speak to people's hearts. No matter where people are, no matter where they're sitting in the world, no matter what time that they're watching, Lord Jesus, that you would meet them where they are right now. Holy Spirit, we just invite you to come and meet with us, God. We need you, Jesus. We love you, God. We thank you for all you're doing. We thank you for all the goodness that is around us, even when we can't see it. We praise you, Jesus. Amen. So today I want to share a message called uh, Lost Touch with the Common Man. You may have heard this phrase before and hopefully understand what it means, but um, I'll give you some examples. You may have lost touch with the common man if you get frustrated when you've gone down to the garage and you've brought the wrong car keys, you brought the ones for your Lambo and not for the Tesla. You may have lost touch with the common man. That's frustrating when that happens. Um, You may have lost touch with the common man when you go on an airplane and you are frustrated because you can't reach the pocket in front of you because you have so much leg room. That's so annoying, right? You might have lost touch with the common man if, if that upsets you. You may have lost touch with the common man if you don't know what Aldi's is. So a few dumb examples there of losing touch with the common man. Um, but I want to show you a little clip from Hamish and Andy. Um, if you don't know who Hamish and Andy are, I question if you're Australian or not. If you haven't, if you don't know who they are, go on YouTube. It's going to make your day as you watch a lot of their stuff. Um, but I listen to their podcast. They have a podcast they do weekly on Thursdays. And I love listening to that. And so I wanted to share a little bit from there because these guys are constantly teasing each other um, throughout the whole podcast about losing touch with the common man. Uh, and so this one, we find them, it's only from a few weeks ago, so it's during COVID. And they're at Andy's house fil- um, filming and recording for the podcast. And Jack's there, he's their assistant. Um, but have a watch of this as these guys kind of rip into each other about losing touch with the common man. I say, boys, yes. episode. We're recording to you live <laughs> yeah. from Andy's golf simulator. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we're in Andy's enormous golf simulator. It took me a while to find it. I was wandering around the house and I accidentally wandered into the wave pool and a couple of the other rooms first. Well, aren't we lucky I have one? You and I are 10 metres apart. <laughs> further away, almost further away than your fingers are to the common man. For those fingers do not remember the touch of him. <laughs> well, we needed a soundproof room. Sure. A warning. If you are a common man, or a common woman, yeah. and you look at this. This will it will anger you. <laughs> it will, it, you might you may as well see three guys wearing Gucci jackets riding unicorns. It's I mean, just with regards to common man discussion. Throw it at me, boy, because I got a lot of shit on you, man. <laughs> All I need is true or false from you. Go for it. On the last flight we took together, yep. Did you fly business? I think so. And I was in economy. Were you? Ooh. Jack, I could. If you were, you were probably back there trying to get people to sign up to some sort of dodgy investment scheme so you could buy your own plane. <laughs> Question, Andy. Andy, a few weeks ago, did you post something on Instagram mm. uh, 
where your girlfriend sent you a text message saying there was a spider in the yoga mat drawer. <laughs> <laughs> Must be nice. Must be really nice, Jack. We can't, we can't play drawer. this all day. A whole <laughs> drawer for yoga mats. Must <laughs> be very, very nice. Did you do a cooking Sorry. show the other day on Instagram? Hang on. Did you do it? Andy, <laughs> let me ask you a question. Okay, yeah, yeah. And did you boil water or did you go to a specialty tap? I went out to the urn. <laughs> the a specialty uh, he's hot got water one, uh, he has one of those. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> There's nothing less common man than a specialty hot water tap. In your house. Let me just before we move on. This no, drawer, this drawer on. where you just keep yoga mats in because you have such, you know, you sport for space as the lucky few are with an enormous house. Um, where in this house is it? Where in this house is it? It's not in this house. <laughs> Must be very nice, Jack. It's out the other house. Must be extremely nice. Must be. All this is is nuclear war. You're destroying the earth. No one is a common man anymore. No one can win. Well, you know, we've had other options to do the show, maybe at Jack's house, but they've closed state borders, so I'm not sure. <laughs> Let the nukes fly. <laughs> I don't we, know, might as well, well, we might as well go at the rate of destruction. It's very common to live far from the city. Oh, is it, mate? Yeah, that's very common, I've noticed man. you're doing your, uh, your radio show from your bespoke music room. I mean, that that must be really nice. It's and I've just, seen the electronic a... drums set up in there, Jack. It's very pl- expensive. Have you played? Lost touch with the common man. Lost touch with the common man. Very expensive electronic drums. So there you go, bit of a plug for Hamish and Andy's podcast. You've got to get onto it, it's fantastic. But it's funny, isn't it, how defensive we can get when um, other people think that we think we're better than everyone else or something like that. You know, losing touch with the common man can be such an offensive thing, which, which is kind of funny. I think it's very Australian. It's kind of has to do with that tall poppy syndrome. You know, if someone is up there, then we kind of cut them down. So we don't want people to think that we are up there. You know, we want to make sure that everyone knows that we're still common, we're still normal, we're still whatever. And, and we can kind of get offended by that. And it's funny that in a lot of other cultures, you'd be very proud to have lost touch with the common man. But in our culture, it's like, no, 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 I'm still just whatever. Um, and we do that in all sorts of ways, you know. Some of us would love to have rich people problems, uh, but not all of us do. And the truth is, in some sense, it is frustrating when someone has lost touch, right? When, when we've all had bosses where we've been under someone who sits up in the office and has no idea what actually happens on the floor. And that can be very frustrating as you feel like they have no idea what you go through and, and, and when you complain about things, it doesn't really go anywhere, no, no changes are made. That can be very frustrating because you're like, well, you obviously don't understand what I'm going through. And so we do get frustrated when there are people that have lost touch um, with where we're at, with what we're doing. Um, maybe you're a common man, maybe you're not. Maybe you've lost touch with the common man, that's okay. Um, and it's, it's hard uh, when you have serious complaints that you, that you want to give to your bosses or whoever they are and you feel like they're just not heard because they don't understand where you're coming from. That's pretty frustrating and, and Hamish and Andy actually talk about this on another podcast um, but that it's, you know, it's actually okay to have nice things. That's not losing touch with the common man but, but the problem is when you have these nice things and they just become normal. You don't realise how special they are or you go have an experience that not many people would have the opportunity to have and it just becomes everyday to you. That's when you've lost touch, when you don't realise that you're onto a good thing. You know, if we, if we look at a biblical example of someone who's lost touch with the common man, it would be the Pharisees. Um, and more specifically, it would be the high priests. Um, these guys were at the top of the scale of politically, socially. These guys were at the very top. And, and originally, they were there to stand, you know, um, on behalf of the people. And they were to perform, you know, ceremonies and all sorts of things so that the people could be made right with God. 
um, and they were there to to serve the people. But but as time went on, they became corrupted. They became self righteous. They became self serving, and so these high priests were all about themselves. They had all these people watching, looking out for them, and and when they entered a room, they wanted to be shown respect. They wanted people to know that they were the high priest and that you were just a commoner. Um, and so these guys became basically the opposite of what God originally wanted them to be. And so they were all about having nice things and, and wearing nice clothes and, and all of this stuff. And so it kind of got way out of hand. And so they felt like the people that they were supposed to be serving were actually beneath them. And then I love this. I want to read you a verse from Hebrews. It talks about Jesus. It says this in Hebrews 4. Verse 14 to 16. So then, since we have a great high priest who has entered heaven, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold firmly to what we believe. This high priest of ours understands our weaknesses. for He faced all of the same testings we do, yet he did not sin. So let us come boldly to the throne of our gracious God. There we will receive his mercy and we will find grace to help us when we need it most. I love this. Jesus has become our perfect high priest. He actually now stands and makes us right with God. We can actually come to him and he actually makes a way for us to be made right with God. And he actually becomes the bridge, becomes a gateway. He, be, he stands on behalf of his people. And Jesus isn't like the high priest that we see in the Bible. Jesus actually becomes the perfect high priest who actually understands our weaknesses because he faced all the same things that we faced. And this is awesome because here in Hebrews we see that, that we can actually approach him boldly because of this. You see, I believe for a lot of my life that, that God was, was powerful, like I kind of talked about it two, three weeks ago. God is powerful. God is mighty. I believe that, but I also kind of believe that he was a bit scary, that maybe he was angry. Um, that he didn't like being bothered, or maybe that the things that I wanted to talk to him about were trivial. Um, I think I, I believe that, I don't know if I would have said it, but I probably believe that God thought I was pretty pathetic, that I just couldn't get my stuff together, and so God was frustrated at me. Um, and I felt like that for a long, long time. And you see, if you believe that God has lost touch, lost touch with the common man, that it makes sense that you would believe those things about him. But the truth is, is that God is powerful and he is mighty. He is on the throne and, and he deserves respect and to be in awe of him. But he hasn't lost touch. You see, in this, in this amazing step of reconciliation, in this huge step towards us, God actually sends Jesus to earth to live as a common man, to live as we live, to go through the things that we go through. If there was one person, if there was one king, if there was one person who sits on a throne who deserved to just stay in heaven or deserved to stay on his throne. It was God, but, but God actually got off of his throne and came down to earth to stand and to walk on this earth and understand what we go through. He came down from the offices and he went down on the floor of the warehouse and he wanted to know what his employees were doing. If that's an example, it's kind of a weird example, right? God has a lost touch, which I love. He has made a huge step towards us and this blows my mind and, and God loves you so much that, that he actually wants to, to see things from your perspective. He actually wants to see things from your point of view and he wants to show you that you're valuable and that he cares. Jesus gets it. He understands. And that's awesome that we can come to him because he gets it, because he understands. 
It's so hard to come to someone who doesn't understand. You're like, you want to explain what you're going through, but you just, you know, they don't get it. To be able to go to someone who actually understands, who sympathizes with our weakness is, is amazing. That's so awesome that we, that our God is like that. Philippians 2 verse 6 to 8 says this, Though he was God, he did not think of equality with God as something to cling to. Instead, he gave up his divine privileges. He took the humble position of a slave and was born as a human being. When he appeared in human form, he humbled himself in obedience to God and died a criminal's death on a cross. Even though Jesus was God, he didn't think of equality with God as something that he needed to hold on to, but instead he gave it up in humility and became one of us. So when we approach God, we don't have to come with guilt or shame. He actually understands and he's not angry or frustrated. That took me a long time to understand that. I used to feel like I had to grovel on my face before God, before he would hear me, but to actually be able to come to God boldly, not pridefully, not you know arrogantly, but to come boldly and humbly. And say, God, I need you. I've messed up again. Would you help me? God actually wants you to come to him. My message today is that simple. It may sound like something that we say a lot. It may sound like I'm repeating myself, but I, I really feel like someone needs to hear this today. And I don't know who's listening to this message today. I don't know where you are. But I want you to know that, that Jesus loves you. He loves you so much that he understands where you're coming from. He understands what you're going through right now. And he doesn't want that to stop you from coming to him. These things that seem so big in your mind, these, these things that you struggle with or whatever it may be, these things that make you feel disqualified, God wants you to know that he gets it. He hasn't lost touch, that he actually understands and he wants you to be able to come to him boldly, say, God, here I am. That he will take you as you are with everything that you're holding on to. Whether you've never met God before, whether you've known God for a long time, I know that we can so often get held, held back from his presence because of things that we feel like we are holding, holding on to. We can be the ones that stop ourselves from going to God. Instead of it's not, it's not God pushing us away. It's actually us that are stopping us. Today, I, just, I want you to know that you don't have to get all cleaned up. That you can come to, come to God right now with your struggles, with your questions, with everything that's going on in your world. You can come to him right now as you are. And he accepts you, he gets it, he understands. He's a high priest that understands your weaknesses. Today, would you open your heart to him? Would you give him your life? Maybe for the first time, maybe the 50,000th time, would you open your heart to him and say, God, here I am. Thank you for accepting me as I am. Help me to be better. Because you know, that's what God wants. God actually wants the same thing you want. God wants you to be better. I believe that all of us want to be better and God wants the same thing. God wants you to do better, to be better. He wants to transform your life. He's not going to take everything away, but he wants to make you a better person. He wants to shape you and to mold you. He wants to use the things that you go through to help make you a better person on the other side. So today, as we come into communion, let us remember that, that we have a God who understands, not a God who is distant, well, we have to do all these things to make ourselves right before he will even lend an ear to us. But he's a God who gets it. He understands. He's been there. And he wants to hear what you have to say today. He wants you to enter into his presence today. He wants to, to be with you today.
He loves being with you. Today, as we come to communion, as we, as we come to this time where we, we take the bread, which symbolizes his body that was broken for us, we take the, the wine or the juice or whatever that, that represents his, his blood that was shed for us, as we remember Jesus and the price that he paid for us, let us enter into his presence boldly this morning. So all of us, no matter where you are, I just encourage you as we go into communion right now, that you would just press into his presence. Press in and say, God, thank you for loving me. Thank you for accepting me as I am. Transform my life. Fill me with more of you, God, that I can become more like you. God loves you, church. He knows what you're going through. He sees you and he's there. He wants to help you right now, today, in this very minute. So reach out to him now. Awesome.